I can break these cuffs. You can't break those cuffs. You're standing over there trying to stuff women's clothes. That don't look like it'll fit you. I have a fetish for women's clothes. I like to wear, you know. What? Tell me. You like to wear what? Panties. I am John, joined <laughs> always by my co-host Chris, who's a, a fucking fiend book of stories. <laughs> I am today, buddy, I'll tell you that. Wow. I don't know if I can continue doing this with you. <laughs> Why? I learn more and more. There's there's another layer. I told you, dude. There's, there's stuff there. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh... Learning of your desecration of Mary McCheese. <laughs> hey, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So many good memories in Mary McCheese. Oh, my God. Or lack thereof. Yes. <laughs> so, man, we were back after, uh, after a couple weeks off. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. We uh, we got some, some new reviews, and um, they were... Very honest, and uh, we sat back, did some reflecting, and said, uh, "Already, fuck then. you, assholes." <laughs> what? Already then? <laughs> what do you expect of me? I don't know. So we, uh, so yeah, we said, okay, if that's the way it's got to be, then well, fuck it. That's how it's going to be. All you motherfuckers can suck a dick. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it should, uh, from here on out, things should be, <laughs> should be slightly different, I would think. It's going to be a goddamn disaster every time out, buddy. <laughs> it could be. Um, oh, we were, I'll make sure of it. I believe we were called, um, boring. What? Yeah. Um, boring? Really? I believe that's what we got called. Not boring. What was the term? Hmm. Hmm. Inconsistent. I know that was one of them. Um, uh, I could see. I could. I could see that. Uh, we were called not funny. We're listed under comedy. So why aren't we oh, comedy yeah. all the time? I said, okay, that makes sense. Took that into consideration. Yeah. Uh, somebody said we didn't quite do enough research. Some people liked it. Some people liked it. Hmm. You all right over there, buddy? Look at you. Wrapping your mind around something. Look like you're staring at a dick and don't know what to do with it. Just open your mouth and it'll all come to you. <laughs> You'll never see that look come across my face. I'm a pro. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a nice guy. Took the whole eight. Eight? Twelve? On a good day. <laughs> so, this episode is... Neighborhood Watch. It is. It is the Neighborhood Watch. I enjoy the Neighborhood Watch. I enjoy the Neighborhood Watch, too, because I can do the Neighborhood Watch and always feel a little bit better about myself. Yeah. It kind of take, brings me back to, most of the time, back to my childhood. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we'll <laughs> see how many of these stories you can relate to, because I imagine I can't, but you can. <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Well, 
I am going to start with a story coming out of Mesa County, Colorado. Oh, yeah? What happened to Mesa yeah. County, Colorado? Well, it's it's a short little story, but I thought, hey, this is a, this is a character builder right here. Yeah. All right. Investigators pulled over a car for a traffic stop on Interstate 70. They weren't Mexican, were they? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. Okay. Oh, mega. Yeah, that's what they that cop found was doing. a yeah they're go, they're gone now. They <laughs> found a 13 year old boy behind the wheel and 25 pounds of crystal meth inside. Oh, all yes. right. See, well, everybody can relate to this. So he wasn't the only one in the car. He was accompanied by two other people: a 22 year old German Michael Arola and 19 year old Irene Michael. Arola. So they were riding yeah. shotgun to protect the meth. The 13-year-old's driving down the interstate. Yeah. Uh, they were all from Los Angeles. Uh, investigators say three packages. Uh, oh, the three p- passengers consented to a search of the vehicle when they found all the crystal meth. They were all arrested on drug charges and stuff like that. 13-year-old is facing additional charges for, of course... Fallon to drive without a license. Oh, of course. Well, what do they expect? I mean, was he was he legal? Well, they're all from Los Angeles. I'm going to imagine for he, for the sake of the story that they were all legal. Oh, okay. So he wasn't one of the dreamers that Trump's trying to get rid of. No. Oh, yeah. Dreamers? Yeah. Oh, he was a dreamer. He was trying to make a shit ton of money off all that fucking meth in the car. That's what he's doing. Man, 13 years old. That is very young. He is an entrepreneur, sir. Okay. Uh, he saw Breaking Bad, and then he said, you know what? That's my niche. Fucking skinny Pete over there. Fucking A-Ray. Cheddar Bob. Fucking ch- Cheddar Bob. <laughs> yeah, I don't... He was going to be the next Tuco. No. No? No. No. That, that's the movies and the TV. I... It's gonna, no, this guy's going to end up old... smoking meth. What? He was probably smoking it, but... He was also trying to sell it. I don't think anyone who smokes meth goes on to be a successful meth seller. Mm. I would say, because I, hey, I'm probably going to agree with you on that one. I know people who've smoked meth who've went on to be successful. (coughs) I know a few. Yeah. (laughs) See? A couple. Maybe. One. Two, three. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. There's a math story for you. All right. Well, hey, that was pretty awesome. I'll have to give you that. Well, this is going to take us to a town called Jackson. And we're not going to say what state because we don't want anybody to feel weird. Okay. We don't want to draw any conclusions to anybody. This may or not have been either Mississippi or Michigan. We're going to let you guys decide. All right. You along You along for the ride on this one, John? I'm here. All right. So let's imagine this, right? You're out with your buddies. You know, you guys are having a hell of a night. You know, you're leaving. You're like, all right, man, what do you guys want to do? Like, hey, man, let's go hit the titty bar. It's like, fuck yeah. All right. Hey, I know this badass joint down the road. They got fucking all you can eat shrimp. They got a seafood bar. Shit's going to be awesome off the chain. That's where I stop you right there and I say, I am not going to a strip club where they serve any kind of seafood. 
Oh, why not? That's up, that's upscale, dude. They got like no. three stages. It's going to be great. I would not even eat a cheese stick from one of those establishments. You're fucking up my mood, John. Well, I'm just saying I'm uppity. So here we go. It's like, <laughs> right? All right. So everybody's in there, dude. We're gathered around the main stage, you know? Tommy's over there licking dollar bills, sticking them to his forehead. Chick's coming over, grabbing with her titties, you know? He's like, yeah, everybody's feeling it. And all of a sudden, you're like, man. But you start looking around like, somebody fart? <laughs> you know? You're like, hey, Tommy, did you fart, bro? He's like, no, man, but I smell it too. Hey, Craig, what's up, man? Did you fart? No. And then you start noticing other people are smelling it. And all of a sudden, the stripper's up there, you know, she's she's doing like a handstand, you know, and she's doing the fucking splits. And next thing you know, her asshole no. erupts. No. Right? Well, that's exactly what happened at this strip club in Jackson. Apparently, the shrimp was fucking tainted. Okay? And the smell that they were smelling was shit. Okay? Because she didn't have enough goddamn common sense. To get off the fucking stage, man. Take some Pepto. Do something. Some kale pectate. <laughs> but her asshole erupted like a volcano. Shit splashing down, hitting the stage. It got all over the guys next to the rail. <laughs> this guy's got shit on him. The other stripper starts to shit. This is insane. So people start puking on each other. They're trying to get out. <sighs> That's the... This is it was a shitty ending to a perfect night. Yes. This is a story. If it happens to you, you either go one way where you're like, oh, my God. If, you, if you're one of those guys who are like, oh, this is embarrassing. I never want to talk about something like this. Or if you're someone like us who's like, dude, I am telling everybody about this. Dude, I was in the Gallagher zone of splashing. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine, right? You're sitting there. You're having the time of your life, dude. There's some hot chick, and all of a sudden, she shits, and it splashes on you. Do you yeah. immediately vomit, or do you not notice it at first, and you're just in shock? Oh, well, I know personally. I, I immediately vomit. Oh, hell yeah. And then if I see you vomit, I'm going to vomit. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like, stand by me. Hey, whole hard ass. He fucking puked, and then the fucking elk club puked on the knitting circle, and the knitting circle puked on these fucking people that's what it would turn into just a puke fest so the 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 story here is like i say you you don't eat food at a strip club they're Absolutely not known not. for handling food anywhere crotch is open to the air do not <laughs> ingest food it's bad enough that you're drinking from a glass or a bottle <sighs> Do not eat the food. There's probably pubes and gonorrhea in there. Do not eat the food. Like, I didn't order a spiced rum. <laughs> right. Man. What is this? This dip is fishy. <laughs> the fuck's going on in here? All right. That was fucking disgusting. It's not cottage cheese. Uh, oh, that? it's chunky. It's a cement mixer. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Well, hey, we we roll from one shit story <laughs> to the next. Oh no, there's more shit in the horizon. There is. What do we got? <laughs> Rodney Mark Hendricks, 49, is accused of breaking and entering into a Denver preschool 
church in August and was caught due to DNA test of a pair of poopy shorts left in the bathroom at the crime scene. <laughs> Guy broke in, had his shit, his shit himself, and left his pants behind. It's like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm breaking into the church. It's like, oh, I gotta grab this little statue of Jesus here. You know, get some <laughs> grumblings going on. Just can't find a bathroom. Shits himself and just like, like any little guy would do, you kind of probably tuck him behind a toilet. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen this move before. The, the only way this could have been worse is, all right, I have to take these with me. Is there any water around? Hey, what's this basin over here? Starts rinsing them out in the holy water. <laughs> that would make the story a lot better. Oh my God. Don't worry. Jesus will get this stain out. <laughs> no, we're no, not gonna no. believe the shitty day I had. Yes, <laughs> and that's when the uh, shit started. Yeah, well, that's uh, well, I guess a preschool employee had noticed the crap stained clothes <laughs> and put them in a plastic bag before police arrived. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, and uh, I guess because it happened in Denver. I guess uh, DNA, if uh, you've been convicted of a felony, they do DNA testing and stuff like that. So they, obviously, somebody has a job of scraping shit out of pants down oh. at the crime lab. Right. Hey, what do, uh, so what am I testing? Fecal matter out of a oh. shitty pair of shorts? Let, let me, let me divert us here and tell a little story. Okay. Of, uh, one of my, one of my first real jobs uh entry level when i got in i had to start off as like a janitor basically and i was working a midnight shift and i get a call from one of the bosses and i never had to go in and clean a woman's locker room or anything like that it wasn't our responsibility so i get the call hey john need you to go in there and clean up the women's locker room say all right, whatever. You know, I go out there, will my mop and buckets. Do, do, do. I put out the sign so everybody knows it's shut down. So I go in there, dude, it is spotless. Women, women for the most part of this place, they obviously knew how to take care of the bathroom. Nothing nasty, no stinks. I'm looking around. I'm like, man, this place is spotless. Why am I in here? You got lucky. Yeah. So I, I come back out and I see, uh, one of, one of the higher ups. He's like, hey, uh, John, did they send you in the women's locker room to clean up? I said, yeah, and it was spotless. He's like, oh, yeah, really? You didn't notice anything? I said, no, was I supposed to? He said, yeah. One of the older ladies we worked with had shit her pants and shoved them behind the toilet. I said, they sent me in there to get that shit? He said, yeah. I said, dude, I am glad I didn't find it. Right? That's eh, had I found it, whatever. Mop, 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 all day long. <laughs> mop, mop, yeah. mop, while I sing this song. You can't win them all. No. Ah, yeah. You know, speaking of church, we're going to shoot on down to Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. To Raleigh. And we're going to go to the Elevation Church. Well, Elevation Church apparently has had a massive influx of people wanting to be baptized. And to keep up with the demand, the preacher put something in. Okay, 
And he did. <laughs> I bet he did. Oh, I bet he there was, There were no choir boys involved in this putting in. Oh, now oh. I'm disappointed. Yeah. And slightly less aroused. Mm, give it time. Give it time. So as all the attendees show up, they notice that there's this huge tarp. You know, it's covering something up. They're like, man, everybody's murmuring, wondering what it is, right? So he's like, all right. I'm, it's a uh, Jesus fondue. No, no chocolate wonderfall here. <laughs> this isn't a, this is not Golden Corral, sir. It's not that up class. He's like, I'm sure you guys are all wondering what this is. And uh, he pulls the rope and his thing falls down. It's a gigantic fucking water slide that ends yeah. in a pool. Okay. This way, he can baptize these people super fast as they shoot down, drop them in. I just had to share that. Thought that was pretty neat. Like a like a baptism assembly line. Yes, for God's army. You think they use it after hours? Fucking a right, they do. That's where the arousal comes in. Yeah, line up all the all the church higher ups. Tell them to drop their pants, lay the dicks up, slide the choir boys down them. <laughs> Whichever dick smacks you in the face is the one who takes you to the fucking confession room. Oh my god. Now you're coming with Father Jenkins tonight, Tommy. It's like a baseball card and a spoke on a bicycle. <laughs> Smacking dicks like it's fucking plinko. It's like the fucking, it's like the wheel at the fucking casino. Spin it around. Yeah. Zero hand. Tick, 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 tick. Oh, you're going with Father John. Yep. Oh, he's, 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 he's called he's the, the hooded he's, priest. Yeah, he's the shy one. He's the one who's not sure he wants to do this, but everyone else in the church tells him it's okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Raleigh. And, uh, yeah, apparently that's the fun church. We get to a more serious one today. I, uh, I seen this one, this one, uh, mentioned on, on social media. This comes from Mansfield, Ohio. A man was arrested after, I believe he was on Facebook Live, after he cut the throats of four puppies. Oh, yeah. This gentleman's name is Christopher Daniel Vandenberg. Uh, he was booked into Richland County Jail on charges of prohibitions concerning companion animals, a fifth-degree felony. Well, that's really wordy and sucky. Uh, I guess, uh, Humane Society agents rescued five pit bull puppies, four of which had their throats cut and one had a leg injury. Wow. Did the dogs die? No. Uh, the Humane Society said all the puppies are healthy, happy, and bouncy. And I guess they were going to plan to nurse them back up and adopt them out. Wow. That just goes to show you pit bulls are really resilient. Uh, I guess so. Wow. Man, you know, if you if you were to slice a, a poodle's neck, it would die. They're very yeah. frail-looking dogs. You know, like those little, the miniature poodles? I don't think they could handle that. No, I don't I don't think so. I don't think a Korean restaurant would want to eat them. Oh, that's how they that's how they get their chicken. They got to slow bleed them. All right, I'm slightly disturbed now. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so keep it honest here. That's right. We're going to go from there. We're going to go to Kenya. Ooh, Kenya. That's right. Kenyans are known for running long distances at high altitudes. And then they come to America and they kick our ass in the Boston Marathon every year. 
And then they go to the Olympics and kill the world every year in anything over a hundred meter dash because these guys never get tired. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the resolve of a Kenyan. So this guy's out there working in the field, you know, and he, uh, he's trying to make sure his cattle are good, you know, and apparently in the same field, there's a giant fucking python. It had come into this field looking to probably take down a calf or something. He's mm. hungry, you know, he's looking for food. Well, this guy named Ben Nyambi. Okay, I'm probably pronouncing his wrong name wrong, but frankly, I do not care. We're just going to call him Ben from now on. He uh he stepped he stepped on something and he said it was uh really soft and spongy. And next thing he knows, it bit him and coiled around his leg and he's like, "Holy shit." It's a fucking giant python wrapping me up. So he tries to get away from it, and it wraps up his up his entire body. Wow. And it starts to drag him up a fucking tree. Now, how in the hell this python is dragging this man up a tree, I have no idea. But it's dragging him up a fucking tree. So Ben, you know, he's like, I'm going to die, and I'm going to end up being swallowed by this fucking thing. You know, this is not the way I want to go out. So what does Ben do? What any Kenyan would do. He bit the fuck out of this python. Well, this thing loosens up enough to where Ben's able to get into his pocket, pull out a cell phone, and call his boss. He's like, hey, you got to get out of here. This python's trying to eat me. Well, this goes on for hours, right? He's sitting here struggling with this fucking python. His boss shows up with a cop, and they eventually get Ben free, and this snake that they had bound up in three bags, like three burlap sacks, escapes, and they never found it. But Ben bit a fucking python to save his life. Yeah, that's what you have to do to survive sometimes. Dude, that's 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 fucking tenacity right there. That's This isn't what amazes me out of the story. What amazes you? They have a cell phone reception in Kenya. You know what? I didn't even think about that. I bet that <laughs> motherfucker had Verizon. It sure as fuck wasn't Sprint, I'll tell you that. Unless he had a magic box. (laughs) I don't think he's carrying that in his pocket, sir. (laughs) It could have been on the back of a cow with like a... On his little red flyer wagon. Right, right, being pulled behind it, you know, on like a fucking wooden sled. Uh, Survival out there's got to be a pain in the ass. The man almost was eaten by a python. John. Yeah, that's not a fun way to go. No, can you imagine? It's going to crush you, and you're probably alive when it eats you. Yeah, yeah. Head fucking first. Yeah. Amazing. Not delightful. He bit that motherfucker. And how hard must he have bit this snake for it to even let up? That's that's crazy. Uh, pissing off a snake ain't going to be fun either. You got to worry about that fucker tightening up or coming and biting your face. Right? End up like anaconda with ice cube. Jennifer Lopez. Fucking John Voight getting spit back out and then winking at motherfuckers. Creepy. Oh, God. Creepy as shit. Mateo. Let's go. <laughs> well, this caption here, this little headline, man blames 10th drunk driving charge on beer-battered fish. A Wisconsin man <laughs> is convicted of... <laughs> Don't blame it on my Milwaukee's best. It was battered. Operating a vehicle while intoxicated blamed his high blood alcohol content level 
on beer-battered fish. According to the Milwaukee Journal Centennial, John Pusbliblia, <laughs> that's how I'm going to pronounce his name, uh, 76 years young, was arrested after a deputy noticed his truck crossed the center line of the state highway. Uh, the deputy noticed that John's breath smelled like alcohol, administered a sobriety test, and the suspect failed. And he denied drinking alcohol at all. He really? said, but hey, I did have some beer-battered fish earlier in the evening. Hmm. Uh, his blood alcohol level was uh, zero, no, 0.062. That's a little high for some beer-battered yeah. shrimp or fish. Yeah, well... Uh, was it made it, with Everclear? <laughs> I don't know. So he goes to court and he tries to argue this as his defense. Uh, I guess it went to a jury. Juries did not fall for it. And, of course, whoever wrote this said, jurors did not fall for a hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> Fucking yuck. It's awesome. So he was found guilty of operating a vehicle while intoxicated. His 10th offense. 10th offense. Uh, How do you still have a driver's license after 10, after 9? Yeah. How about after 4? Yeah, so he he got his license revoked. He hasn't been sentenced, but he could face up to 12 and a half years in prison. If I remember correctly, he's an older gentleman, is he not? 76. Yeah, he's not doing a day. They're just going to revoke his fucking license, and if he does it again, they're just going to put him in fucking, you know, Shady Acres, and fucking Ben Stiller's going to make him quilt, and if he doesn't quilt fast enough, he's going to beat him with a clothes hanger. That's one way. That's what I would do. Why not? Damn it. You used up all your usefulness. The hell. Quilt. I don't know how to quilt. Yeah. Well. Your hands naturally shake anyway. Here, hold this paint can. <laughs> Get a job at Home Depot. Paint department. There you go. We've found a <laughs> perfect career for you. Standing right next to Michael J. Fox. <laughs> shake Oh, Parkinson's. Shake this paint can for me. I gotta spray paint this fence. What paint? What? Good stuff. <laughs> but anyways. Anyways, I'm gonna read off another story. Okay, what do we got? Uh, this one comes from St. Augustine, Florida. Oh, it's gotta be good. Uh, deputies in North Florida arrested a woman after she reportedly bit a man's fishing line and swim off with his lure. Uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch, dude. Is she one of the people uh, in the meth car? Uh, <laughs> bath salts or either that waka or whatever, the flaca. Flaca. I think a waka flaca. <laughs> that flaca, whatever the fuck they're smoking down there. Uh, St. John's County Sheriff deputies were called to appear in St. Augustine, Florida. A fisherman told deputies that a woman who appeared to be intoxicated swam up and cursed him out, then bit the line and swam away with the end. Fuck you! Uh, deputies located the woman, uh, 22-year-old Alexandra Turner, and said she became belligerent and refused the following orders. No. When deputies attempted to handcuff her, Turner started screaming, I'm fucking naked repeatedly. <laughs> Turner was arrested on suspicion of disorderly intoxication and resisting arrest. All right, so you're there fishing. You know, you're minding your own. Yes. You know, maybe you're having a brew. Next thing you know, 
some naked woman comes up to you, loses her shit, or swims up to you, bites your line, yeah. and takes off you with your shit. You, you don't see that coming at all? No, you just you don't expect somebody to bite your line in half and take off with your fucking lure, man. You just don't expect that. No. Oh, dude, at least she wasn't a zombie, you know? She didn't try to eat his face. She just wanted his pretty lure. Yeah, you, you're not just drunk. If you're going out into the water... Swimming after a lure. Yeah, I want to feel what it's like to be a fucking fish. Yeah. It, I did, got away, bitch. Did she swim away with it in her teeth? Yeah. <laughs> got, oh, that's the one that got away. Almost landed yes. it. No, she didn't get away. That was a 120-pounder. She's yelling, I'm fucking naked. Oh, my God. Fucking naked in the water. That's insane. Wow. Well, speaking of drugs, you know, in the case of smuggling, I would have to say that women have a physiological advantage over us. What do you say? How so? Well... We really only have one spot we could tuck something on our bodies. Am I right? Mm. That'd be right up the old poop chute. Ah. Well, women, apparently, they use the old vag as like, keeps giving. as like a locker or, <laughs> or a safe, you know, or just like, like kind of like a purse if you don't have a purse, you know, like a clutch. So I have a couple cases of that here of, uh, it's called the down and dirty of vagina smuggling. Oh yeah, and these women—they uh—they come from all over, and they're all different ages. Most of them have slightly shady backgrounds, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, the first one, her name is uh, Jennifer Crosby, and uh, she is from forty-two, and uh, she was arrested last month in Florida on charges of drug possession during a traffic stop. They asked her to step out of the car, and they noticed that she was shaking. And they, you know, she said it was like fucking twitching, right? And they, you know, she said, uh, they said, you know, are, are you carrying drugs? She goes, no. Well, apparently, you know, before the female deputy could get to the scene, she goes, all right, I got drugs in my vagina. Just like a fucking pack mule. So we're yeah, going to. Yep. That's the, that's the ticket right there, man. They make you tell them because they say, hey. You tell us now before you get to the police station, or you're going to get an extra charge of bringing drugs into the police station. Oh, no. They were going to bring, they were going to do a cavity search right there. They should have. Yeah, oh, dude. Because you know that female guard uh, cop was not going to be nice. I got to put my hand in your nasty crotch. We're going elbow deep. Uh, she might have liked it. If you could see her picture, you're probably right. So here we are. We're going to go. Uh, you know, probably about 600 miles north to uh, Kingsport, Tennessee. And uh, a 19-year-old named Dallas Archer, okay? She was uh, allegedly driving with a suspended license. You know, the cops got a little bit more than they bargained for. You know, they ended up having to strip search her. So a female corrections officer allegedly found an unknown object lodged in the woman's crotch. Mm. Mm. Uh, do you know what it turned out to be? All her father's hopes and dreams gone. Oh no, that was that was shed a long time ago. <laughs> this happened to be a loaded five shot four inch twenty two caliber mini revolver. Damn. She had a loaded 
handgun in her snatch. Who does that? What happens if you queef and this thing goes off? Yeah. Got a hairpin trigger, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, it already looked like hamburger anyway. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I imagine if you're tucking a gun up in your snatch. <laughs> yeah. What kind of a, a, a big Montana-looking thing you got going on? Well, it turns out that this gun was stolen a year before in an auto burglary. So now we're going to go to Las Vegas. And we have a masseuse named Christina Lefebvre. And uh, she was accused of snatching somebody's $35,000 Rolex and concealing it where, John? In her snatch. In her snatch. And that's where they found it. And then we're going to go to Oklahoma City. And this lady's name is Erica Marie Dana. And she is 25. And she was charged with causing a disturbance outside of a home in Oklahoma City. She was taken to the county jail, and when officers searched her, they allegedly found a pot pipe inside of where? Her snatch. Damn right. They arrested you outside the house, so apparently it was already there. You were just carrying it there? Yeah. Just everyday pocket? Like, hey, these shorts don't have any pockets. Hey, wait. Yeah. I got a built-in pocket. Yeah. Just stuff my bowl up there. Apparently, the police said the pipe found in Dana's sex organ smelled like marijuana. <laughs> and a little fishy. And we're going to go with Christina Harris next. And uh, she was sentenced to 25 years in prison for a variety of charges. Wow. And uh, would you care to guess what these ones would be? This lady was a real go-getter. What her? How old is she? She's twenty. Uh, I'm gonna say doesn't really give her age. This one does not have an age, but I'm looking at her. I'm gonna say mid twenties, hard twenties. Okay, where's she from? Uh, does not say. Looks like Alabama. Oh, okay. Uh, that changes things up. Well, I imagine for a little while there, this uh, this lady had worked at a strip club. Uh, started getting in some hard stuff. Things went wrong for her, got with the wrong crowd. You can fill in the rest. Well, she was arrested for trying to bring a loaded gun into jail inside of her vagina. But that's not where this is going to stop. Because not only did she utilize her vagina as a pocket, but she was also packing methamphetamine in her asshole. Yeah. What a trooper. She was a go-getter. She's the mule of the month. And last but not least, we have Portia Gross, who is, and she's looking pretty gross. And uh, she's 21, and she was arrested because they found a crack cookie. Where, John? In her snatch. Damn right. A crack cookie? It's what it says. I didn't know you could make crack cookies. Who comes up with these terms? I think this thing was probably falling apart. <laughs> kind of like a chocolate chip cookie left in a glass of milk. It just fell apart. It's sitting at the bottom. All wow. chunky and soft. Ugh. 
What have you done in your life where you have to put foreign objects or, or narcotics in your crotch? I don't know. And she was, she's from Alabama. <sighs> yep. Yeah. <sighs> they saw a marijuana blunt on her floor when they pulled her over for bad tags. And that's where they found the crack cookie in her vagina. <laughs> Dude, I gotta know what a fucking crack cookie is. I have no idea, dude. I didn't know you could make a crack cookie. Do you, uh... Oh, God. Man, have you ever ate an edible and you want to go suck a dick for another one? Try a crack cookie. <laughs> They're moisture-proof. You can put them in your pussy. You don't have to worry about it. That's the selling point right there. God. I got a baker's dozen of crack cookies up in my crotch. Ah. <sighs> Wow. Well, while we're on the smuggling, my last story oh, yeah? is about smuggling. Yes. Mm. This is about a man named Joshua Hare. Joshua Hare. From Swindon, UK. Uh, police said they had found 7.2 grams of cocaine stuffed into 24-year-old Joshua Hare's foreskin what what you heard me and his foreskin how was it in his foreskin uh, Did he, was it I were, were they in like a bag well, come on they, those motherfuckers are uncut so was it was it in like a baggie and he like oh, rolled the be. skin over it yeah it had to have been because if if not you could just argue that it was fucking dick cheese <laughs> it's fucking dick that may have been cheese. his best bet <laughs> oh my god like, yeah, dude, this is just dick cheese, you know? Yeah. And what, you want to lick it? Check yeah, it out. Cut. You know you know how the dick cheese goes. Oh my let me, God. Let me pull this sheath back a little bit. <laughs> check out my sword. Yeah, check out my fucking pork sword. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, my God. Uh, according, he was at a furniture store... Uh, shouting and yelling in the parking lot when police arrived. He was naked, and he put up a struggle, and he was taken into custody, and that's when they had checked him out, and some cocaine in a baggie uh, emerged from his foreskin. That's insane. So you roll that fucker back to take a piss, and your cocaine falls out. Yes. Probably would have been better to shove it up his butt. Yep. Uh, it doesn't say really what happened to him, besides that he pled guilty to the drug charge. Huh. And he was slapped with a $151 fee. Did he, uh, did he get an A for effort? I would say so. He must have had some impressive foreskin. Yeah, he must have had one big hog, man. To be able to <laughs> hide that much cocaine. Yeah, it seems like that'd be quite a bit of cocaine. Uh, yeah. Well, I got one story left, buddy. Ooh, give it to me. And this is going to be all the way over in Morocco. Ooh, Morocco. In Morocco. And this is in just a just a little town. It's like a little village out in the country in Morocco. Okay. And apparently, there's not a whole lot to do in Morocco for the kids. Nope. Right? Well, at least not out there. You know, the wealthy people, you know, they're playing Baccarat and everything else in Morocco. But the youngsters, okay, apparently they're playing a whole different game, and it involves donkeys. Ooh. The title of this story 
is 15 teens and children treated for rabies after gang raping an infected donkey. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) So the youngsters, aged 7 to 15. Whoa, 7, starting them young. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Damn They were reportedly rushed to a hospital after discovering the animal had the disease. Fifteen children and teenagers from a small rural town in Morocco. Well, yeah, they raped this poor donkey. And uh, the youngsters, Mm. yeah, you know, the youths were from a small tribal group. And uh, they all had to spend a week at the the Mecca Belskiri Hospital while the donkey was killed to prevent further people being infected. The families of the 15 young people are said to have reacted in distress and horror because they were being mocked throughout the small town. Uh, Apparently, the people in this town were fucking with these people because their kids were gang-raping a donkey. Um, Hey, could you blame them? Did you see what that donkey was wearing? (laughs) was asking for it. (laughs) Right? Looking at me all like... Yeah, I'm a jackass. Right? All stubborn, didn't want to move. Here, stay here. Hold on. Just fucking 15 back there, just hammering away. Fucking donkeys is like... (laughs) So, uh, apparently, uh... Local authorities are searching for anyone else who may have had similar contact with the animal. <laughs> and uh, the number of infections is feared to be much higher, as some families reportedly took their children to hospitals outside the outside of the region to avoid humiliation. <laughs> this donkey sounded like it was a hoa. <laughs> this fucking donkey was taking so much dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Little, their little community there, they right. all knew it. They're like, hey, man. Want to take care of that boner and go over here and fuck Debbie the mule? Yeah. She puts out, dude. Listen to her. She wants it. She wants it. You hear? You hear those? She wants it. That's right. Uh, parents in the small town are secretly having their children vaccinated in case they had approached the animal. So there's that. That's insane. You have at least fifteen confirmed cases. Of people gang raping this donkey, and there may be more because these people were going to other hospitals. How do you come to the conclusion and, and make a decision that I'm hanging out with 14 other of my buddies, and we're all going to put our dick in a donkey? Because apparently that was one fine ass, buddy. That is all I can say. I guess so. Just fucking look at her over there, man. Just big fucking ears and... She she's not even prone to kick, man. You just get up in there, you grab her tail, and you just go. And all she does is just bucks back at you and throws that fucking sexy voice at you. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure it would be the the flies hanging out by her ass that would lure me in. Oh fuck yeah, oh, dude, you're just sitting there, you're hammering away, dude. And you do you go like this? Do you lick your thumb and go <laughs> right in the paper? <laughs> No, no, you don't you do that. You like that? No. You like that in your ass ass? You like that? Just fucking no. sitting there hammering away. You got to play with it, man, right? You're back no. there. You're just like punching the fart box, right? You got to be getting into it. <laughs> 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 
You got to be getting into it, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> so you're back. You got to be hammered away on this thing. <laughs> Why did you have to lick your thumb? <laughs> well, you don't want to go in dry. <laughs> Donkeys are naturally moist. <laughs> be rude. So you're just like, <laughs> you get out like popping it. You know, like, pop. <laughs> just work it in there, yeah. Oh my god. That's right. You're just fucking fist fucking her fart box. Just going to town while you're fucking hammering away. A little for me, a little for you. Oh god. But yeah. So <laughs> there's that. Stay the fuck out of small towns in Morocco, especially if you're a donkey. Yes, especially if you're a fucking donkey. <laughs> your ass is not safe. Do not ride your mule around here. Well, guys, once again, this has been our episode of the Neighborhood Watch. We hope you have enjoyed. And you know what you can do? You can always go over, rate, and review us on iTunes. This is very beneficial for the growth of our podcast. Those nice reviews helps us become more discoverable to other people. Sure it does. And I don't know if I want other people discovering us. You know... Why? So maybe don't do that. Well, that. It's out there now, buddy. Us talking about fist-fucking a donkey is out there in the ether. That's great. Yeah, I'm proud of that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to own it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what's your takeaway from this week, buddy? What is your uh, your bright side? I can write off the rest of the shit and just say don't fuck donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the bright side is apparently... That donkey liked it, because it didn't take off. <laughs> the fucking poor thing got killed. <laughs> I don't know if it was tied down. It might have liked it. We don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know if donkeys have sex. I, I believe it's all for procreation, no enjoyment. But I could be wrong. You're bro- well, okay. So my bright side is, apparently some strip clubs offer a supreme buffet. So if you're in the neighborhood... And you see it, you know, go for it because you may get a chocolate waterfall. Yeah. Could end with a really cool story. That's right. Yeah. But if you smell shit, get away from the stage. Fucking get it's out not, of there. It's not a fart. It's not a fart. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to see it. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? They did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, it's a sketch show. All right. Oh, yeah. It's chunky. Oh, no, it was liquidy, dude. It was making plopping noises as it was hitting the stage like a fucking cow shit. Just like plop. Just a steamy shit. There. (laughs) Awesome. Yes, as always, you know, you can find uh, how to be able to find us on social media. I keep all that in our show notes, depending on what podcast app you are using. Uh, I think it's uh, very beneficial to... Follow us, even on, like, the Facebook group. Yeah. Usually keep updates of what we are working on. Usually drop a little hints of the stuff that we're working through on the week and looking out. And we enjoy interacting with you guys. Yes, yes we do. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. all I got. Stay weird, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>